Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's episode of Midweek Buying Candy. Thank you for checking time out of your day to join us. We hope you sit back, relax, and get inspired, intrigued, baby, by the word we're going to talk about today as you figure out how it plays into your life. My name is Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am great. I am blessed and grateful. It is a beautiful day, and I am alive to experience it, so I'm, I'm grateful. How are you? I'm really well. I'm, I'm really well. You know, I'm, I'm sitting in a, a place in my life right now where I'm watching all of this change, right? All this change is happening, and all these old things being made new again, and life getting breathed back into things, and, and all this vision for for something amazing to come, right? I'm watching this little place I live get morphed. And I think, I, think, I think the same thing about these conversations, right? The more of these conversations we have, the more we open up a safe place to agree or to agree to disagree or to see from a different perspective. I think that's, again, taking something as old as communication and bringing it back, bringing it back to life, making it safe again and making it where people don't have to ask permission to feel the way they feel or say the way things they say or believe what they believe, right? I think it's time for that. So I love this, that we get to engage in this. How about you? Where does, where does your day sit with the, this experience, Kath? It really makes me realize, A, that the smallest word can have the biggest significance to somebody, right? And it could be something that you, right, you, for lack of better words, take for granted, right? But, you know, until you have conversations like this, you don't realize what a word means to somebody and how that affects communication on a daily basis. So there are constant reminders to be mindful of that. I like that. I love that perspective. I think you're right. I think we don't put as much thought sometimes into even the words that we use when we're trying to communicate with someone else or whether or not there's an understanding that we're both seeing that word the same right then. And so I just, I don't know, I think I love this. Thank you for the time that you take out of your, your life and your homeschooling and your, your farm, all the things that you do to join me in this. I do appreciate your time always. Let's get this show on the road. Today we have a, a gentleman with us who's a returning guest who's kind enough to be on our Uncaped Heroes podcast and is open and uh, I, I, to me this gentleman is the Dr. Seuss for grown-ups. He makes it okay to bring that spark of poetry and rhyme and rhythm into your life in an everyday and inspirational way. So ladies and gentlemen, Darshan Shante, how are you today? I am fantastic working on stupendous, but by the end of today I should be at spectacular. You know, I love the goal. I love the goal. Spectacular is where you go. Oh, my goodness. All right, guys, let's get this conversation underway. Today, Darshan, we are going to talk about the word service. So when you, hear the word, when you hear the word service, what does that mean to you? My whole life, that's what it means. My whole life is service. Whether I'm writing inspirational, uplifting poems whether I'm writing personal development books, whether I'm speaking to audiences in 
doing personal development work or business development, whatever it is, it's all service. It's all about giving to other people so that their lives are better. It's all about being of service to them in whatever way they need so that things are better. When, of course, whatever they need, it's within my skill set. And that's legal. Let me add that too. <laughs> that's an important part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I love it. I, I love it that you see your life as a place of service. That's very special. I think a, a lot of people don't understand that concept. All right, Kathy, how about you? When you hear the word service, what's your thought? Selflessness. Right, because – and coming from a perspective of of recovery, right, Um I went through treatment, and one of the things that they will tell you when you are in treatment for addiction is that being inside your own head is the most dangerous place to be. While I disagree with that to some extent, it's very true, right? So the best way to get out of that is to be of service to someone else, right, is to to fill a need for someone else, to do something unsolicited for a stranger, to to offer a hand, to offer an ear, to to whatever it is, but to offer yourself wholly to somebody without expectation. Where'd everybody go? I'm right here. When I hear the word service, I always challenge myself to take it from two perspectives, right? What's the first thing I think? When I think service, I think, boom, what's my peripheral view? How many times do we complain going somewhere and go, oh, that service was terrible, right? And that's an expectation of, of someone being there for us to meet our need, right? And it's easy for me to point out someone else's lack of service in this this world. But if I take that word and I turn it on the inside, service to me means it's a state of heart. It's a state of being that I got enough. It's, I I have plenty to share with other people and to serve other people is a gift to me to be able to offer myself or my heart or my time or my love or my compassion or my understanding or whatever it is to someone else. And it brings a benefit to them in some way. I, I think that's I think that service, whether it's a, a smile with the lady at the dollar store or helping a friend move or walking someone to a terrible place in their life or caring for caring for a family member. Like Darshan, you and I are both in a place right now where we're, we're caregivers for parents. And so there's a, a level of service that goes along with that and you have to it, it, it takes a level of understanding to reach that place. It, that I might believe is a state of heart. So I think service to me is a state, state of, of mind. State of heart. That is just such a beautiful thing. And like you said, Cassie, about 
giving unselfishly, not expecting anything in return. Those two things are absolutely paramount, critical, and a heck of a wonderful perspective. Mm. So, Darshan, where does that conversation take you? What's your next thought about service? Uh, So, in thinking about the two things that you both said, as I think about where I give, because I give every day, I mean every single day, and whether it's to my mother or whether it's to other people just helping them because I have enough or whether it's sharing a, a poem, I think to myself, how can I do it even more? Like we bought dinner for a table yesterday. We were out at a restaurant, and I was telling jokes to the waitress, and the table next to us just overheard us and then started telling us jokes, and we all started laughing. And we bought all three of them their dinner, and that was being of service And it was such a beautiful thing to do because it was so unexpected because who buys dinner for total strangers? And I just loved the way that felt. And and I thought, I want to do more of that, meaning more unselfish acts that are just so joyful and more like coming from my heart. Because it feels good, and that's a win-win situation. I get to feel good, and then I help other people feel good at the same time. That is a beautiful thing. It is. And I think it's also recognition. You know, you, you recognize the value of someone else. I'm very called to say thank you, buy dinner for, pick up that tab for that coffee, for people that I see and come across in my daily life that serve in the military. Um, I'm humbled by that service. Right? They, they stand a line, they stand a wall, they walk a walk, I don't walk, so that I get to do what I do every day. And so I'm, um, I, I, I feel like we should honor service. I think we, we should honor the service of other people. Right? And we should recognize that and, and point and recognize that as a motivation maybe as a I don't know I'm, I'm just very compelled in that way so I think that anyone that serves like that deserves our honor and respect period so I, I, that's my state of service in that heart Cassie how about you where does all that take you you know I think on the opposite side of that if you are selling yourself short, right? If you're not using your your gifts and your talents, then you are in fact doing yourself and the world a disservice. Right? You okay. are depriving society of of a God-given gift, right, that you were given specifically for this time. So, you know, I think that while being completely selfless, selfless, excuse me, is 
the best example of service that I can think of. It's also a decent example of disservice to yourself if you're not included in that. Beautiful point. Beautiful point. How often do we not put ourselves on the calendar and we don't serve our own heart and soul in some ways? It's a beautiful point, Cassie. Darshan, how about your thought? What's your thought? Don't leave yourself out of your life's equation. You're the center of everything. Without you, there is nothing. So you have to take care of yourself. You're your number one priority, your number one value, and therefore the number one service you have is to you, and then you can serve others. It's absolutely critical. Absolutely. I I totally agree. All right, let's shift this around a little bit. Let's talk about the work that we do with the people that we coach, the people that we interact with, Kathy, with raising your children. How do you teach service to your children? And how, how do you teach them to understand service, not only to others, but to themselves? I think for kids, it's more of a... It's more of a visual thing, right? If they watch you be of service to others, then they will be more inclined to do the same, right? But if they watch you resist that and be selfish and self-centered through all situations, then you can't expect them to act any differently. You can't expect them to be selfless in a situation that you yourself wouldn't be in. So I think for... For kids and probably for for more people than you think, it is it's an action that teaches more than a word. Beautiful, I love that. Darshan, how about you? You know, I have an interesting take. You had mentioned two words, Cassie: selfish and self-centered. And here, how I distinguish them: when you're selfish, I think of a two-year-old. It's me, 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 it's all about me, you can't have any, it's my ice cream, it's my toys, it's my this, it's my that, it's mine, mine, mine. When I think of self-centered, I think as I think of it as a healthy regard and respect for yourself, as loving yourself, as taking care of yourself, as seeing yourself as a number one priority. Like when you're traveling on a plane, if you're with a, a child or someone you need to help, and the oxygen masks drop down. You have to put the mask on yourself first before the child because if you pass out, who's going to help the child? You have to take care of you as number one, and that is what being self-centered is versus selfish. So that's the uh, the distinguishing mark that I see between the two. And when you have that sense that healthy sense about yourself where you believe in yourself and value yourself and take care of yourself, then you're much more effective at helping others. Absolutely. That, absolutely. I, I, I love the perspectives. You know, I love the perspectives. I love the way that you can take one word. And I feel like the, the more we open up the conversation, the more we realize sometimes how we feel about that word. 
right? Um, I, I think it's just fascinating to unfold them. So when you look at a lot of the conversations we've had recently have centered around the, um, the need for the younger generation to look back up, right? Because I feel like that, that older generation where we looked up to where the wisdom lies, or, or like you and I talked about earlier, right, where, where that, that I will not give up mentality still lives. Right? How do we bring that down to the ge- upcoming generations that we're facing right now? Because I feel like there's a very different perspective right now on service. So how do we bring the wisdom of the old to the, the power of the young? Cassie? You know, we've done the, we've asked a couple of people, right, how, how to bridge the gap between resilient generations and maybe not so resilient generations. And every time, but in different words, they have all said, show us, don't tell us. Right, they're there is a the, the process is is missing right because of the accessibility to everything so if you know if there is an issue in the process the easiest way to get through that is to step by step right unless you don't have step-by-step directions, and then you just wing it. And then you run the risk, right? Is it right? Is it wrong? The process is missing. So I think if we bring the process back of showing you what I want instead of telling you and assuming that you will know exactly what I mean is a a key factor. Mm. Yeah, I think that's critical. That, that show me part, right? This podcast all came from the need to, to show the people we were trying to teach what it looked like to live integrity. I love it. Darshan, how about you? So to play off on what she said, the first thing that came to me was be the example, lead by example, or as Gandhi, you know, be the change you wish to see in the world. If we're not leading by example, how can we expect other people to follow us? You know, right. so much so much is out of integrity with everybody. Now we preach responsibility, yet we're not responsible. We teach integrity, yet we're not uh, full of integrity ourselves. We, we, it's amazing. And so I think the most successful people in the world and the ones I follow are the ones that you can tell have done what they said they're going to do. They're not just full of it. They're not just pretending. They actually live what they talk about. And as a result, it's easy to follow. And I think it's the exact same way. When you be the example, kids pick up on that. They see it. They feel it. You know, my dad used to say to me all the time, don't do as I do, do as I say. Well, that didn't work. Right. That didn't work at all because 
I would watch what he did, and if he did it, well, why shouldn't I? And and right. that's and if he's well, why would he say, "Don't do as I do, do as I say"? Why is he not doing what he says? And and mm. so when it's out of whack like that, it creates uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I just I just spaced the word. Uh, there's a it creates a I'll just say confusion. In your brain, and then you go along with the other thing because doing it the way it was said didn't make sense because it wasn't being done that way by the person who was showing it to you. Right. I get that. If you're not showman, back to that show me, don't tell me. I love the concept. And I think it's so very true. You know, I think you can't you can't have an expectation to for someone, to your children or the people around you to have a heart of service if you don't, right? That's that's that, that's the entire walk the walk, don't just talk the talk statement, right? Exactly. And that's yeah. And I think that's that one of the best services that you can do to anybody you know is to be who you are. You know, I, we've had I was having this conversation with my other daughter the other day about about the person you choose to be. And the best service that you can do to yourself is decide who is Darshan, who is Cassie, who is Stacy. How do you feel about love and money and service and kindness and wealth and all the things? And hold that regardless of what the world around you would have you be, right? what, What somebody does with your kindness or your service is, in fact, none of your business. That's not your journey. That's theirs. Your journey was to lay it out because that's who you are. And I think you, the best service you can do to yourself is to maintain that regardless. Because if not, they win. Very well thank said. Thank you. Thank you. I know that I could keep having this conversation all day. Darshan, you're a blast. Cassie, I always appreciate your wisdom more than you know. But with respect to you and your day, Darshan, and our guests, we are going to have to find a place to wind down. So I would love our audience to always remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Enlighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you'd like to have a conversation with us, or if you just need someone to talk to, we're interested in what you have to say. So please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I will start my close by saying, Darshan, thank you so very much for your, your talent, your wisdom, your knowledge, and your willingness to come and share this space with us today and for the ways that you lift the world every day. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate your service, and I will tell you thank you for your service to our country. Well, it was Kathy, an honor how, to be here, by the way. So, oh, go ahead. Hmm. Love it. Kathy, I'd like to give you the stage for a moment. How would you like to leave our audience today with service? With a simple Friday challenge. My challenge for our audience today is to be of service to someone a stranger, a friend, a family member, whatever it is. If it's the guy on the corner that's asking for money, give him the dollar because it's none of your business what he does with it, right? Lend a hand, lend your ear, whatever it is. Be of service to someone and see if that doesn't help improve how you feel. Beautiful. I'm always honored by your challenges, Cass. Thank you. So much, as always, for your time and your wisdom. Darshan, we would be honored if you would take the stage and close out our show. How would you like to leave the audience today with service? 
the, the where I'm left with after this call is how good it feels to be unselfish about it, to give without, to be of service without the expectation. I really love that perspective, uh, Cassie. It was just fabulous. I, it just, I'm just sitting with it now, and I think that's why I, the words aren't exactly there because I'm letting it process through. And I think if I do that today, and I do that every day, and then I be that example, and then people will start following behind that as well. And just keep in mind that it's being of service is about me, what they do with that service is about them. And that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way to live. And I'm so happy to be of service on this call. And I did serve in the military, by the way, for eight years. So thank you for your acknowledgement of we military folks. I'm just thrilled. Thank you, thank you, thank you.